Hi, I'm Stephanie Griffith. I live in Nashville, Tennessee, and I'm married to a fabulous musician. We have three kids, and life is crazy all the time. I believe that we all have limitless potential, and I am here to share my enthusiasm for life with you. Stick around for some quick motivation and inspiration to take on your busy life. Let's get started. Hi, everybody. Welcome. I'm so excited to be here with you today for a very exciting new um, episode. I have my one of my good friends, Brittany Comp, is here with me, and she is going to be telling us about her, telling us about her life and her story. And we're going to just be gaining all sorts of wisdom from all of the amazing <laughs> yeah, things that's what it is. that she has <laughs> gone through in her life and how she handles um, everything that goes on. Also, disclaimer, her baby <laughs> is in the room with us, little Holden Comp. So you might hear him in the background and you, you will hear him. You, you will, will hear him. You will hear him in the background. And that is all okay because we are all here together just doing life. So okay, so first I'm gonna tell everybody how I'm friends with Brittany. Um I moved to Nashville, as everybody knows who listens to the podcast, almost ten years ago, and I met Brittany. I think within the first six months of moving to Nashville, we have a mutual friend who introduced us and we became friends pretty quickly and started hanging out together a lot. And then we've had kids off and on between each other. And now we and then I sold LuLaRoe for four years. Brittany is a LuLaRoe mentor. She introduced me to LuLaRoe, which is a direct sales company, multi-level marketing company. If you haven't heard of them, they sell women's clothing and it's absolutely beautiful. Also men's clothing and kids uh and all that kind of fun stuff. And um, that is how I know Brittany. So we're mom friends. We were business friends. And now I don't do business anymore, but we are still friends, mom friends, all the things. It has stood the test of time. Yes, yes, indeed. And we just have we're in the same stage of life. So we've been going through a lot of the same kinds of things over the years. And so um, I feel like she's helped me when I've struggled. Hopefully I've helped her when she's struggled. And it's been that kind of a relationship. So We're so excited for her to be here. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm so pumped to be here. This is my first podcast. I just, I don't even know. This is, I'm going to write this in my journal tonight or something. It's awesome. I'm so excited. That's awesome. I was, I forgot to ask you if you've done a podcast before. No, and you guys, this is a legit setup. I know you can't see where we are right now, but we have all this fancy equipment. I have headphones on. I have my own microphone. If I break out into song, it's just (laughs) because. I'm just living the dream here in this recording studio. Yep. And we're good for all of that, for sure. (laughs) Okay. So what we're just going to start with is I want you to tell us about you, a little bit about your story as an adult and where you come from, your background, some of the things you've experienced and what has brought you here to where you are. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I grew up in Nashville. I grew up in Hendersonville, actually, but um, we made our home in Hermitage. I got married uh, almost 12 years ago to my husband, Grant. And actually, um, my plan for my life was that I was going to be a school teacher. Um, I got my master's in educational leadership. So I was going to be a principal, an elementary school principal. I had my whole life planned out. I was going to take a few years off when kids were little, um, you know, stay home and do the mom thing and then just jump right back into education, you know, when they were a little bit older. So that was kind of the plan I had for my life. And I know we all have these, you know, plans that... (laughs) 
<laughs> we think this is how our life's going to go. And yes. how many of us, our life actually goes like that. I'm going to say none of us. Pretty but much nobody. Nobody. Yeah. yeah. So anyways, um, we decided it was time to start a family and we had a really hard time um, with that for about two years. In the course of two years, we had three miscarriages and then we had a stillborn daughter um, at six months. Uh, we, she passed and it was just, a, two, that was 2010 and 2011 were um, really hard times on our marriage, on our life, on our finances, on our emotional state. I mean, everything. It was just a really, really hard time. And um, praise the Lord, in 2012, we had our, our first son, Gavin. And it was at that moment um, when we had him and really leading up to having him because I was on bed rest and there was a lot of high risk you know, issues going on. And my husband and I just decided I'm not going back to work. I don't want to work. I don't want to be away from him. We had spent all of this time getting him here. Um, and I just wanted to enjoy him. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Definitely. And so anyways, but the thing about that is that when you don't work, you don't make any money. Right. <laughs> and so um, our, our income was cut in half. Not that we were making a ton. We were, you know, 28 and 30 at the time. Um, but, you know, I, I brought in, you know, I had a master's degree. And so I, I brought in, you know, pretty good money and, and it was gone. And so, you know, but, but my husband's very much the we'll make it work. We'll figure it out. We had a little bit of money in savings and so we kind of lived off of that for a while, but, but it was definitely difficult. And so we kind of knew we were at this crossroads of either Grant was going to get a second job. I was going to do something random, something, you know, I didn't know what I was tutoring some, but you know, that doesn't really make a whole lot of money. Um, and then literally when Gavin was a year old, um, this opportunity to sell at the time, it was just maxi skirts, um, fell into my lap and literally fell into my lap. And so, um, I took that and kind of ran with it and we decided that I would do that. I needed to make $500 a month um, to help kind of bridge the gap between what Grant was making and, you know, paying our monthly bills that wasn't saving any money that was doing nothing. But, but the $500 was, was essential to living basically. Right. Just making it. Just yeah. making it. Mm -hmm. Right. And so I said, you know, I think I'm going to do this. I, th I think I can do it. I think I can make us, you know, this money. And that was 2013. And now it is what, 2019. So six years later, mm -hmm. um, now we do LuLaRoe full time together. Mm -hmm. He quit his job. Um, we run a full boutique out of our home. Um, we have people that help us with our business. We have a, a thriving business and it's just still shocking to me that that little decision six years ago has, has not only, you know, stayed, but literally been, become our livelihood. Right. Um, so it's pretty awesome. Yeah. And so you were able to start on the ground level with LuLaRoe. You really got in pretty early and you've worked your way up to where in the, in their company, you are called a mentor. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So that means you, you do have a team under you, but you also have requirements you have to meet for your sales every month. Right. And then that gives you, you know, your, your, what's it called? Like a override, an yeah, override check or just, just that, that you work, mm -hmm. you work uh, yeah. for. Well, I think the misconception a lot of times, and I don't know you guys before LuLaRoe, I did not sell direct sales after LuLaRoe. I will probably not sell direct sales. Right. You know, it, I sell LuLaRoe because I love the product because right. it works for my family because it's been such a huge blessing for me. Um, but you know, I think that the misconception and, and one that I had before I started was, well, once you get to a certain level, you just literally sit back and hang out right. all day. And I don't think that people realize that what I have to sell is a lot, you know, just as high as, mm -hmm. as anybody else, if not higher. Right. And I can't miss a month. I mean, I, I can, but you know, then we're missing out on a, on an override check. And so 
we we work hard. We sell a lot every month. I mean, I I it's it's kind of a beautiful thing because I can you know make my own schedule. And so if I work Tuesday nights for four hours, then you know I have Tuesday during the day off, and I can hang right. out with my kids, and I can get my hair done. And so we do have a flexible schedule. I work Saturdays. You know, a lot of times I open the boutique up, but it's given us the freedom to kind of live this life that is not traditional. You know, and you mm-hmm. don't live a traditional life either, no, so we you don't get either. it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like that's kind of becoming the norm. I feel like there's a lot of people in our age group that are like, we don't want to go nine to five. We don't right. want to go, you know, be away all day long. What can we do to create a life that works mm-hmm. for us? And that's kind of what we did. It kind of, again, wasn't on purpose, but now we're so grateful for it. And, you know, we say all the time, if, if Lula were closed their doors tomorrow, we would figure out a way to still live this life right. because it's, uh, it's pretty nice. Yeah. Well, and like you said at the beginning, it's not something you necessarily anticipated, but it's been a huge blessing in your life, mm-hmm. the, the lifestyle that you're able to live and what right. you're able to do right. with, with your family and, and everything that goes along with that. Absolutely. So um, all the different things that you've been through, what would you consider is one of the best lessons that you have learned or one of your greatest lessons from where you started before all of this journey and all this craziness and before you had kids to now, Mm -hmm. what is one of your greatest lessons? What has been your greatest teacher? Oh my goodness. Uh, Well, I think 27 or 26 year old Brittany thought she had it all figured out. Mm -hmm. She thought she, you know, had a plan. And and remember, I keep saying she, 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 I wasn't even, you know, thinking about the fact that maybe the Lord had a plan for my life. But, you know, I had it all planned out, you know, up until that point. And I tell people this a lot in my life. Up until I started having children, life was just easy for me. I just, you know, I, I can figure things out. I'm the type of person where it's like, it's not a big deal. We'll figure it out. Right. I don't stress about a, a whole lot of things, um, you know, but for the most part, it's like, oh, it's fine. You know, I, I got through college easily. I, you know, I wasn't like a 4.0 student, but right. I got through, I did it. You know, I had a good time. And you enjoyed um, your job. I did. I loved my mm-hmm. job. I loved my job. And so then when all of this stuff started happening, you know, in our lives and this one thing that we wanted more than anything, we couldn't have. And I couldn't control that situation right. as much as I wanted to. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I started realizing that, you know, none of this is in my control and being able to just back off and say, you know, I, I, I'm not in control. I am going to, you know, do the best that I can, but I'm not going to try to, you know, micromanage and, and do all of these things on my own because, you know, at the end of the day, it's it, it is what it is and right. so I think now at 35 just I just turned 35 you did um you know I I know that more and I'm able to kind of um uh, you know step back and say okay you know what am I supposed to learn here what am I what's right. going on here what you know why are we going through this challenge why are we going through this struggle what's the what's the purpose and so being able to just see that you know it's not it's not so much about me but you know it's uh it's a whole thing. <laughs> right. Well, and just even just getting angry and upset when things don't go your way. Um, it sounds like you've just learned instead to jump to that conclusion, to take a step back and say, OK, so what is happening here? Yeah. Or we need to be patient while we are waiting to see what this lesson is right. supposed to teach us. Absolutely. And that is a huge thing that I know as I've gotten older, that has been something for me that it's like, oh, well, make a plan. Mm-hmm. But the plan's probably not yeah. going to happen the way that you expect it to. And I feel like we've lear- lived a lot of life in the last six years. I mean, yes. you know, we've gone from having no kids to three kids, mm-hmm. a mortgage, you know, um, just a, a child in kindergarten, which is a whole thing, starting right. public school and, you know, just all of these things that have happened. And, and and more and more, I'm just realizing that, you know, it's 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 a lot. And we have an amazing village and we have amazing 
people around us that help us and, and help me with my business, but also help with the kids. And, and, you know, I, I think for me, our village and kind of what we have created is, uh, has been a, a huge, yeah, the baby's, <laughs> the baby's staring at me, um, has been a huge help for sure. He's so cute. You guys, he's sitting, he's just laying on a blanket on the floor, staring at mommy while she's talking. I told her if he can just be looking at me, I think we'll be fine. <laughs> I mean, it's like, if he can just make eye contact with me, we're good. It's so cute. It's a little bit of a stalker. It's fine. <laughs> Um, well, and you mentioned this, your village. Mm -hmm. So I think that's a big thing. Like if someone looks at you and they want to say, Brittany, how do you do it all? Mm -hmm. Like, what would your answer be? I don't, Mm -hmm. I do not. You guys, I don't, I don't, I'm not a big cook. I don't Mm -hmm. cook a ton. You know, my kids eat, we eat a lot of pizza. You know, I think we got a really amazing chance to listen to Randy Zuckerberg at um, convention this past year. Mm -hmm. She has this book. I think it's called Pick Three. I think is what it's called or Pick Five. Okay. I'm pretty sure it's Pick Three. Um, But anyways, it's talking about how, you know, it's like faith and fitness and family Mm -hmm. and friends and something else. I think she was able to like make them all Fs. Okay. But basically the point is that you can't do all of those things all of the time. Right. You can't do all of those things really, really well. Right. And so her whole whole thing of the book is like pick three, you know, and then mm-hmm. that day you're going to focus. So when she's working, she kills it. She works. She works hard. But then when it's family day, it's no phones. It's no social media. It's no distractions. It's right. I'm here. I'm on the ground. I'm playing with my kids. Right. And, and so, to just just no distractions. When you have yeah. kids and a family, it's almost impossible ever to have no distractions right. because they're going to distract you. But then when you those days and those times where you realize that the family aspect is one of the most important mm-hmm. ones mm-hmm. so they can be considered distractions sometimes but it also is reminders on what we need to focus yeah. on yeah. and what what we're doing all of this for because even when you're working you're working so your family mm-hmm. can be successful mm-hmm. and 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 those kinds of things I love that because three things may not may not feel as overwhelming as five or 10 or 15 or 20 or whatever might be on our list. Right. So that is really, that's really good. Yeah. I'll tell you that with, with this job that I do, I can go live and sell and hit my daily goal in two hours and then I can ship the stuff. Mm -hmm. And so if I work hard and put my head down, I can get my work done in four hours. And I think that the American mindset is like, you have to work eight or nine hour days. You have to fill your day with work and work and work. And I had a lot of guilt in the beginning. Like I'm not working hard enough. I need to find things to do. Let me go organize my desk or something, you know, so that I can say that I'm working, but we've been able to, you know, and, and through this, you know, we've kind of just been able to realize like, no, you don't, if you get in there and get it done Mm -hmm. and knock it out. Efficiency. Efficiency. You can have the rest of the day to do things. You know, we try, like I said, I work a lot of Saturday mornings, but Saturday nights are family, you know, Fridays, I still have two small kids at home. And so we try to do fun things with the boys on Fridays. And so just being able to to balance it all, I think being able to step back and say, I can't do that. You know, I work out a couple days a week. I would love to do five days a week. It's not in my schedule Mm -hmm. right now. Yeah. You know, I cook Monday nights and I cook Thursday nights. Um, that's about, we do taco Tuesday on Tuesday nights. So we do do that. So three nights a week, they get something that's somewhat nutritious, right? Right. you know? Um, and so being able to just try not to do all of those things all of the time, but I'm also not a very type A person. I'm not, you know, I can say, 
I can let that go. Yeah. And, and that is good. I have that personality that's able to do that. Right. And I have the personality to say, you can do this for me. Will you please do this? Yes. And I, I can, I can let go of control. I know people who can't, that's harder for them, but that, that is not hard for me. Right. <laughs> Especially it's be- if it's something I don't want to do. It's becoming less, it's, it's becoming less hard for me over the years. Um, it used to be harder for me to ask for help or to say, I can't do this. Can you please do this? But, um, you've been an example to me in that department for sure, just to see how you handle things and you're not afraid to say, oh, well, I need this done. And can yeah. you please do this? And I know you and you and Grant, your husband have a great partnership. Yeah. And with him being able to be home, that helps so much with him. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have to run if the baby's crying when you're working because he can handle that. And right. that is a huge blessing I know for you guys in your situation. And well, your I family. always say I'm the face of Lulu or Brittany comp, you know, right. I'm the one that sells, I'm up there acting like a crazy person trying to, you know, get people to buy things. Right. Um, I come up with the crazy ideas, but I do have people, you know, that can help me and that can come alongside me and, and, you know, orchestrate those things. I am right. very visionary and mm-hmm. I, you know, I know that about myself. I can see a large idea Mm -hmm. And then I need you to help me. Okay, now help me figure out all these details because I don't do details. Right. I just don't. Yeah. (laughs) That, I I understand that for sure. The details are where I get a little bogged down um, as well. So just in life. Um, So I was going to say, what are your best tools for managing your business? But you kind of just touched on it. You think like your village, your people Mm -hmm. that you can say, you know, hear what it is. And then what kind of a week, like, do you plan out your week every Sunday? Like, how do you manage your schedule? Yeah. So we, we go about, we can't go really more than a week at a time. I do like an overview of my month. Okay. I want to do a fundraiser this month. I want to do, um, I'd love to get into, you know, some people's homes and maybe do a couple pop-ups. I'd love to have people come in and book some time in the, in the boutique themselves. So I kind of sketch that out really roughly. And then week to week, I mean, I am the girl that on Monday morning, I could wake up and be like, we're doing a a clearance sale tonight, right? Jump on at eight o'clock. And so you have to be flexible if you live in the, uh, the comp household, which Grant, you know, has, has learned to adapt to. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's about a week out Mondays, you know, I'm in the office, I'm, I'm doing, you know, works, you know, um, email stuff and working, you know, with my office team work. and office yeah. work. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and I'll do flat lays, which I know if you're not in, into the Lulu lingo, but I'm laying out cute outfits and trying to get people to buy them Tuesday nights to go live. Wednesday, I have Bible study. And so that's kind of, you know, my time in the morning to go there. I'll work in the afternoons. Thursday, I'll go live. And then really by Friday, I, if I've met my goals, I'm, I'm done on mm-hmm, Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like I said, I'll work some Saturday morning. So we kind of, we keep it real fluid. We keep it real, you know, l- Grant would probably say loosey goosey because it's like you got to be able to change it up if you need to. Um, But that is the beauty of being in charge and not having a boss. Now, Mm -hmm. the flip side of that is that nobody's telling you you have to work. Nobody's telling you get up and sell your stuff, meet your goals, hit your Mm -hmm. numbers. And so you have to be pretty self-motivated to to work for yourself. I mean, you know this, you sold for a long time and it's like, well, darn, you know, there's there's all these clothes in there and nobody's banging down my door to come right. in and see them. So I've got to figure out how to, how to get this stuff sold. And so if you're feeling bad or if your baby had a bad night, which that's kind of the stage I'm in right now, I mm-hmm. didn't get a lot of sleep last night. Well, sorry, you got to get out there and get to do it anyways. Right. So yeah. That can be hard. Yeah. Yeah. I completely understand that. Um, okay. <laughs> um, yes. So one thing that you said reminded me of something I read. Um, I follow Autumn Calabrese and she's the person who does the 21 yep. day fix. Yep. She's in Beachbody. She's a trainer. 
I look just like her. So I love. <laughs> yeah, we get mistaken all the time. <laughs> You're probably twice as tall as she is. Let's <laughs> she be is real tiny. about that. Yes. She is so I have tiny. Done her, her videos. But um, anyway, so she posted something recently about motivation and discipline. So she says a lot of people ask her all the time, "How do you stay motivated?" And her answer was that she doesn't. And you just mentioned that, yeah. like, you're not always motivated uh, no. to do the work. Yes. You're not. But the point is, that's where the discipline comes in. You have to be disciplined. You have goals you have to meet and you literally have to meet them mm-hmm. in order to support your mm-hmm. family Absolutely. every single month. Yeah. And so if you choose not to do that, there are repercussions yeah. that are rather large. And so, you know, that's where the discipline comes in. You have to be a disciplined person. And that's, you know, with your business or just with being a mom or a wife or, you know, you have to make your time for your marriage a right. priority. You have to make time just to be with your kids so they can have that relationship with mommy. And then you have customers mm-hmm. that also become friends and you have relationships that you're also managing. And then you have family relationships, all these different things. So you have to be disciplined about who you're going to give to yeah. and when and then and when can, you're going to have time for just yourself absolutely absolutely and I can be a little bit of an overcommitter. I want to help everybody and do all the things all the time you yeah. know in fact on Saturday I had somebody um somebody wants to come do a room takeover and I was like yeah totally come take over my room it's totally fine and then I we're supposed to spend my brother-in-law's off work on Sunday Saturday and so we're supposed to have a family day I'm like yeah that's great and then somebody was like hey because I kind of I dabble in hair and makeup on the side uh-huh. and so my friend was like hey um I need could you do my hair and makeup on Saturday I was like well what time maybe I can fit it in Right. You know, and Grant's like, no, like mm-hmm. you have got to stop, you know, slow down. And so that can that can be difficult for me. For me, one of the things when it comes to when you're talking about the discipline is I have to have something that I'm looking forward to. Mm-hmm. I have to have, you know, something that that I'm trying to get to the, the end of the day. I mean, for Grant and I, we put three kids in bed and I know most parents, they just collapse because right. you're so tired. Right. Um, and so we watch Netflix and, you know, we have three shows that we've got going. And so every night yeah. it's like, which show are we going to watch tonight? And honestly, that to me, it's like I can do all the work during the day and as silly as it is, but knowing that I can get in my bed, which is the most comfortable bed in the world, (laughs) and I can get in it at the end of the night and, you know, eat a snack that I love and watch a show like right. that to me is like what can push me through the day and so you just have to find that thing and honestly on the nights where I go live and we can't do those things I'm like oh like I'm bummed right. you know and it's harder to to keep yourself motivated and so finding those things that this is really hard right now you know I've just joined a gym where you have to run on a treadmill a lot like a lot uh-huh. of like usually, like usually 25 to 30 minutes a class and I hate it uh-huh. <laughs> and I, every time I get on the treadmill you know the time starts at one minute and I'm right. like well I'm gonna be here till I die yeah. and that treadmill <laughs> is never gonna get higher than one or two minutes right, right you know what I mean and it's like 25 minutes I can't like right. this is stupid mm-hmm. um but I've never not died I've, I mean I've never died <laughs> and you know you just I listen to the music and I focus on and we've got all these things on the screen you can look at and so I focus on that and I try to think about things and the time goes by you yeah. know and so just being able to say like this too shall pass like right. this I can get through this mm-hmm. you know I had a really long day at work yesterday and the day but Monday and Tuesday were really long days for me and then um, the baby did wasn't sleeping great and so I didn't get a lot of sleep and so I've been dragging a little bit right and so just being able to see this is hard but I've got you know something I'm looking forward to or something fun coming up in the future that you know, get you going. Yeah, I think that's good advice for anybody. Just because hard times, they happen, Mm -hmm. difficult days, Mm -hmm. and they can happen, you know, great day, difficult day, difficult day, great day. Like it just, you don't ever know how it's going to be no matter what you're juggling. So finding those little things that you can look forward to, I think that's really important for everybody to stay positive and and just be Yeah, absolutely. 
anybody who I feel like is in the sales world like I am, you know, it's hard because I will have a great month of sales. I mean, I will kill it and it will be awesome. And right. I'll be like, that's my best month ever. And then the clock strikes midnight and the, the clock rolls over and it's, you know, the first of the next month. And I'm like, darn it, I got to do it again. Zero. Yeah. I got to do it again. Mm-hmm. And I have done this every month, you guys, for six years. Mm-hmm. I have never not met my goal. And it's it's hard and it's hard to stay motivated. And so I, I really would stress, you know, whatever. And that's having three babies yeah. in that time. Yeah. So that's a pretty big Well, thing. and my aunt, she's so funny. She helps me with my business. And she was like, the other day, a couple months ago, I was tired. And she was like, let's all take a moment and remember, like, you had a baby in October. Right. Like, I took off a week and I was right back at it selling. And so when you work for yourself, it, right. that's just how it is. Mm-hmm. You know, there is no sick pay. There's no FMLA. There's no, there's no time no off. Maternity leave. Uh-huh. It's like, well, if you want to, if you want to eat, get out there and sell some leggings. Right. Which you do. And you do a great job. And I know you have a community of women who enjoy following yes, you and like to be a part group. Yes. of your business and they support you and they, um, they love you. And that's a, that's an important thing yep. too, to Absolutely. have a community of people who support and love you. Look at him. How he's started Someone's smiling as soon fussy. as you leaned over. I'm holding him now. So he might think this is his <laughs> debut. <laughs> That's okay. Just what advice would you have for women who are at like the beginning of their journey or if they're not sure where their journey is going to take them? What advice would you have for them, whether it's a business or just as a mom or a woman or just looking towards the future and feeling discouraged and not sure what's going to what's going to happen? What would you tell them? I would definitely say don't don't be don't knock it till you try it. Don't be willing to not try something new. You know, Mm -hmm. I mean, I know right now you're doing a job that you would never expect to do. Right. right. But it works and it pays the bills and it works around your schedule and it's perfect. Mm-hmm. And so I would say, don't, you know, did I, am, am I a, a fashionista? No. Can I put together cute outfits? Yeah. But yeah. am I up on the latest fashion and what's going on in, in the world in New York Fashion Week? No. I mean, that's just not me and it never will be. But I have found a niche. I have found an area that if I hadn't six years ago said, I'll try this. Right. Oh, why not? Then there wouldn't be hundreds of women that did it because I did it, you know, and there wouldn't be this, you know, this whole life that we have. And, and it was literally just because I was willing to say yes. And so don't look at something and just say, well, I could never do that. Or I could, you know, that's, that's not for me because, you know, you just, right. you just don't know. You don't know. You absolutely don't know. So I would say, you know, be flexible. Um, just, y- y- you can do more than you think you can. Mm-hmm. You can do a lot more than you think you can. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, again, like I said, I never thought I would be doing what I'm doing, but, um, but we are. And it's working, isn't it? And also give yourself credit. Absolutely. I think that that a lot of women specifically have a lot of trouble giving themselves credit for what they have accomplished. Mm -hmm. And, and, um, I, you know, I, you've had an opportunity to speak to hundreds of women in very different, in different capacities at LuLaRoe events and, and, um, and you, they've been inspired by your story, but a lot of women just, they just get discouraged and they think I have not ever done anything hard in my life. I'm so lazy. Right. But then they hear your story and then they're like, Oh, I, that happened to me too. Right. right. Or, Oh, I've done that. Or, right. or, Oh, I've experienced this sadness or this heartbreak or this loss. And then they, then it's, it's a reminder that what we've all been through hard things. We've all done yeah. things and we never, ever give ourselves credit right. for it. Right. And, and so all we can do is talk down on ourselves for the things we didn't do right. or the things that we weren't able to accomplish. Right. And that's just that, you know, we, we are so much more than that. And I think I've, like I said, I've realized through this journey that we are all 
this this is a life I never dreamed of, and we are absolutely one hundred percent blessed beyond measure. And you know, would it ha- would I have had a great life if I had if I was an elementary school principal right now? Probably, absolutely, yeah. it would be great. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's you know, Lularo talks a lot about you know living a life by design. Yeah, and you know, we have in you know, Greatest Showman they talk about that and that yes. song, A Million Dreams. And so it's just kind of being able to create this this life that that you love and that. You know, sometimes I, I, like I said, I look at Grant and I think this just is weird, but yeah. it's wonderful. And yeah. I, I want it for everybody. If mm-hmm. everybody, you know, anybody find what you enjoy. And I've even thought, okay, 20 years from now, if I don't want to sell Lulu anymore, what am I going to do? You right. know, maybe I'll be a, maybe I'll consult people on how to do things or maybe I'll speak right. or maybe I'll write a book. You know, I mean, what, what can I do that's thinking outside the box that, you know, is, would be something that I would enjoy because right. I just feel like we think we have to work because we have to make money and there's a way to enjoy what you do. And, and still, you know, be able to pay the bills. Right. Enjoy life. Mm-hmm. And that includes living it right. in, a, in a healthy, happy way. Right. And being able to support yourselves no matter what you are doing. Right. And I think that that's the thing. Um, one of the best things for me that I experienced being in LuLaRoe as, as the direct sales company. And again, I never thought I would sell an MLM or direct yeah. sales anything. And I, I loved it. For four years, I loved it. I learned so much. And... Um, one of the things that it taught me was I can make a choice. Mm-hmm. I can choose how I want to live my life. And when it came to the point where I needed to choose something besides LuLaRoe, it was hard for me, but I did. And so far, it's been the choice for me. Yeah. yeah. And that's well, the thing. I remember like, when you, when you first had Michaela, that's you, I didn't have any kids. She was like, what, six months old or a year old. And you had to go back to work uh-huh. because six months, she yeah. was six months and you, you guys had, you know, you had to work. You had just moved to Nashville and you yeah. guys hadn't really, you know, settled in here and you cried every day when you dropped her off at the babysitters and every she went day. to a daycare you went to work at a daycare didn't I you I did and then Hated I had it. her at the sitters and then mm-hmm. she took her to a sitters and she'd have to go and nurse her you know on her break yeah and cry on the way there and cry on the way back and I and I didn't have kids at the time and I was like gosh this is terrible like, yeah. what is happening <laughs> why is she doing this but that's what you had to do and now you know like I can yeah. do more than that I can I can create a life where I don't have to cry because I'm away from my children right you know and at the time I didn't understand and again, you talk about like God's plan, God's reasoning. Mm-hmm. I didn't understand why I, I it, it didn't make sense to me. Why do I have to go to work? I feel like it's a righteous desire to want to stay home with my children. Right. But then I was able to um, get us qualified to buy our house because of that job. Yeah. And absolutely. so that in hindsight, mm-hmm. we realized was reason. that was the reason that I needed to do that at the time. And so the answer basically to all my prayers was, hold a minute. Yeah. Wait, just yeah. wait a second. Like, I promise I'm going to show you why. Yeah. And then the house we have now, which is just an unbelievably immeasurable blessing yes, for us. It's a wonderful house. That house is the house we were able to qualify for because of my dinky little job <laughs> at this daycare. <laughs> and then and every day I called my mom crying because I was so miserable. Yeah. And 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 I did it for a year and then it changed. Yeah. And that's the thing I feel like this time of life, because I'm about to turn 35 as well. It's true. It's, it's good, ta- you're really going to enjoy it. It's wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm looking forward. I look forward to birthdays. Yeah. I just feel like learning. I've learned so much. And you say like since you've had Gavin in the last six years, your life has completely transformed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So my oldest is about to turn nine. So nine years for us, like insane. The transformation that has that has happened inside me, yeah. myself yeah. and my husband's transformation and our marriage and our life. Really, when you look back, 
life feels like it really starts when your kids start arriving. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Cause I just feel like I've come into who I am as a person. Um, but I just, it's just amazing to me to look back and see the transformation and every tiny little season that I didn't understand. Mm-hmm. I didn't know. Mm-hmm. I didn't know. Why is this so hard? Why is this so difficult? And then when it's easy, sometimes you're like, why is this so easy? Right. What's about to, what bombs about right. to drop? Right. And so <laughs> it's like, we almost can never just be fully present no. and happy peace and feel peace. peace. And so I feel like for me, the greatest gift of turning almost turning 35 in a couple of months is that I feel centered in who I am and in what I want. And no matter what happens all around us, when you're centered, you, it doesn't matter. Like Mm -hmm. you talked earlier about like you, sometimes you wake up and you're like, well, let's do this. Let's do that. But you guys are centered on your goals. Absolutely. You know what you want and you have a plan for your family mm-hmm. that you can fall back on. You have that foundation that includes God. It includes faith. It includes family. It includes all of those things. And as you look forward, you know that you have that foundation to stand on no matter what happens. If, well, and for us too, we've walked through the hardest thing for us that we yeah. think we have, will have ever walked through. I mean, you know, my dad died when I was 13 and that was between, you know, that and then losing Eliza, those, you know, were the absolute hardest things I've ever walked through. And I'm like, well, we can do that. We can yeah. do whatever, you know, mm-hmm. we really can. We absolutely can because yeah. we made it through that. Yeah. You can handle it. Yeah. You can. Yeah. And that is, and, and it's a huge inspiration to people around yeah. you. And those of us who walked through it with you and saw how difficult it really was and were able to experience that with you as your friends and as people who love you. And now looking at where you've come, it's just amazing. It's, yeah. it's a huge, um, it's a huge inspiration for people like me and for people who love you because you guys have just been an example of faith and of consistency and hard work and yeah. all of these things that we've seen, all these blessings that have come after the hardship. Yeah. And so that's just a huge thing. And I think that everybody gains inspiration from that. And I think that's a huge lesson for people. Life is hard right now. It's mm-hmm. a difficult time mm-hmm. to be alive. Yes, it is. We have things coming at us from all around. There are, there's turmoil, there's war, there's, you know, I mean, in Nashville, it rained for like two months. <laughs> it did. This is true. It was very and difficult. And it was, it was pretty, We made it. Yeah, we made it through. It's sunny outside today. I yes, love it. praise the Lord. But it's just, it's just one of those things where it's like, we know now because we have been through hard things before that you come out of it on the other side. Yeah. And as long as you make a plan, as long as you have a good foundation, you're going to make it yeah, through. Absolutely. Yeah. It's true. Well, thank you. Thank you. This, this is so fun. So fun. <laughs> it's like, I'm going to do this more because I love just sitting and talking with my friends. Yeah. And Holden is really trying to talk. Can yes. Talk Holden wants to make Can a cameo. But we, we're so, I'm so grateful. Thank you thank so you. much. Thank you and for having me. I know that people are going to gain a lot of inspiration from your story. And so um, I'm excited to share that with them. Yes. And I appreciate you thank so much. You. Thank you. You're welcome. Appreciate it. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I am so happy to have you here with me. If you enjoyed what you heard and want to hear more, please subscribe and leave a comment so we can work together in uncovering our full potential. 